This is In the Know for Monday, January 30, the 30th day of 2023. There are 335 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Be the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube and uh, Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country, and the 57th version of the Super Bowl is set. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's speech. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Did you fog yourself to work today? A little or bit. Cut through the soup, or it was yeah. it was froggy when I got daylight enough to look out. I've been up just a couple of minutes, and I noticed it was getting daylight, and then it just seemed fog as far as the eye could see. Yeah. Uh, did you have to do that trick this morning where you put your windows down so you can listen to whether I did something is coming either way? Yes. Yeah, where we live, that's a trick because yes. you can't really see. No, it's you got can't. Poor visibility both directions. So you have to stop, lower your windows, turn turn K105 down just a little bit to see whether uh, there's uh, traffic coming either way. But I got out safely. Good to know you got out safely as well. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Off Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm here. I, uh, thinking about uh, the show today and seeing you here, it reminded me a lot of when I used to get to go buy fireworks as a kid. Okay, I'll bite. Sad Sam's. Oh. I always like to go to Sad Sam's it's, on it's I-65. Not, it's, it's now, like, what are the five stages of... I'm now in the, I'm just, uh, it's the rage aspect. You got to rage? Yes. Right after the game last night, you seem to be, your little meme that you posted Uh of the guy with his head Uh down walking away. That's from Arrested Development. I I thought, I thought, well, okay. I mean, that was within just a few minutes of the game Uh ending. And so I thought you were at least being able to take somewhat of a humoric uh, tone about it by posting something that was, Kind of funny, but so you've moved on past funny to uh, to mad. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Do it. I'm sure we'll talk more about it. Yeah. So I didn't even really know, right? <laughs> but I I could tell <laughs> when I walked down the hall. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I see that wasn't even anything. You 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 said good morning, and I said good morning back, and but I, I didn't guess hear you, you didn't hear me, or okay. I wasn't loud enough, or something, and then. I, was, I, I felt was, somebody standing in my doorway, and you were looking at me, just smiling, and I was like, oh, I was die. a little bit afraid to even say good morning. I was like, Ooh. Sam, whether you think you are or not, you're admitting it. You're, yeah, no, I mean, you're, I'm, you're admitting I'm, it. Uh, yeah, it's 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 annoying. And it's, rightly it's, so. I, by the way, I'm not, not being uh-huh. like, I don't, we'll talk more about it. I, I, I felt um, I felt bad, bad, felt bad for you. Um, I even got a little mad. So. And, and you I didn't did, care. Didn't I feel bad for do, you for what anything, it's worth. Didn't I mean. have anything to do with me. Uh, we're going to see uh, the potential for, well, if you travel to southern Indiana, you may be seeing some wintry weather this morning. But down in our neck of the woods, luckily they keep pushing back the arrival of the frozen or wintry mix. 
Now, when I checked the hourly forecast for us between the lakes here this morning again, it said not until about 11 o'clock would we see some transition. 11 p.m. tonight, by the way, some transition <laughs> to um, potential and uh, potential wintry mix. But ideally, what you want then by 11 o'clock is you want that temperature to go on and drop down to 28 where it would snow. Uh, 28, 29 in that range where it would go ahead and snow rather than just kind of spit some sleet or some freezing rain. So just don't be surprised if you'd see a little bit of a coating on your, on your patio table or on your car tomorrow morning. If you park outside, you might have to do a little scraping. So just be prepared. Well, I hate to break it to you, but when I took the trash out just a few minutes ago, Uh That was thicker than rain. It was yeah. already. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and I never that, slight that we're going to see any accumulation of that. But if our friends off to the north of us are seeing some, it's not uh, it's not beyond the realm of possibility to see it spitting a little bit here in our area. But uh, nothing, I guess, to get too excited about. We'll see a twenty five. Uh, we'll see a low of twenty five overnight tonight with a sixty percent chance of that wintry mix. We'll see a potential for the wintry mix to continue into tomorrow morning. And then after a little bit of a break, we could see some again tomorrow night. But we'll worry about that tomorrow. We're going to see a high of 34 for your Tuesday. We're going to stay at, um, max out in the 30s until Groundhog Day on Thursday when we'll get to about uh, 44. But then Friday again. Uh, I I didn't. Uh, that's an update because on Friday, I was looking a couple of days ago and I said, well, we're not going to see the sunshine for about a week, but it mm-hmm. looks like now we're going to see some fun sunshine on Friday. Well, it has to sunshine because Friday's the big 1993 recognition. Oh, is I that they're this wanting weekend? Us to, they're wanting us to start start pumping that, so oh, I got to got to make sure that was one of my messages after the game on Friday. I gotcha. Okay, um, I know you know one or two players on that team. I, I do know a couple of them. Uh, yeah, I, I talked to one of them about that event uh, a week or so ago, and. So I got all got all caught up. National news headlines: uh, President Biden and House Speaker uh, Kevin McCarthy are going to be having a meeting on Wednesday to figure out how much more debt we're going to saddle our future generations with. But uh, they will try and figure that out so that we um, can continue to pay our bills as a nation come middle of the year. So I guess they'll figure that out on Friday. The nation was sort of bracing for the release of the multiple video and the killing of uh, Tyre Nichols in Memphis earlier this month and led to predominantly peaceful protests. It wasn't without some uh, some violence scattered around the country. But when I, I haven't seen the entire video start to finish because I think I've been able to get a pretty good sense of exactly what happened and those were just people acting outside of those weren't police officers heard somebody say this morning they were just street thugs they were street fighting and they're part of that scorpion unit in memphis that they have since disbanded and those five people at least have been um been fired and will be have been indicted and then there are some other people around the periphery of the incident who failed to give aid and i you know the initial charge or the initial excuse for that traffic stop was reckless driving I haven't, I mean, maybe there was reckless driving and maybe there wasn't. And no, not all, not all the time do we know all of the details, but. There's never an excuse to beat somebody uh, like that. Absolutely not. And, um, you know, even they fail to render any type of aid or regard or even after, even if they thought what they were doing was warranted, once you get someone into a position where, you know, they're no longer a threat, then I, most of the police officers I know would 
offer aid or or comfort or try to, but no, they just let him lay there and had him handcuffed to one of their uh, police cars. It just, it's, and they knew they were wearing body cameras. That's kind of the weirdest thing about it is, and because of the street cam that was above it at the corner looking down into the intersection, I mean, we had a 1080, a lot of those body cams, you know, they move so fast and they're shifting and you can't really make sense and they're just disorienting to watch. But this was, I mean, this they had a street camera on top of a utility pole looking down with a wide angle of everything at the scene going on. And it was clear as day what was going on, at least, at least to me. And so just, um, just unbelievable. And we will obviously have not heard uh, the last of that. The Litchfield Police Department is investigating a convenience store break-in. Happened early this morning about 2 o'clock. They responded to a possible break-in at Center Court at uh, 1421 Brandenburg Road. They found the front door of the business had been smashed and entry made. And they're not sure, did an inventory. And as of early this morning, they weren't sure what was missing. But they would continue to investigate and attempt to find out. An Eastview man has been jailed after shooting and killing 12 puppies. State police arrested 27-year-old Tristan Holland and charged him with possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, second-degree cruelty to animals, and tampering with physical evidence. The investigation began when troopers received information that 12 puppies had been killed after the owner of the dogs told police he found a large amount of blood in an outbuilding near his property. So they got a search warrant went and found uh, uh, the the dogs, uh, the corpses of the dogs, near a pile of dirt, and they located Holland in a bedroom of the home of the property, and he admitted to killing the puppies, at least according to uh, multiple news reports. He was lodged in the Hardin County Detention Center. So, yes. <clears throat> Got nothing nice to say about him. Right. Police are looking for a Hart County jail inmate who walked away from a work release. Abdullah Qasem fled from the Hart County Animal Shelter Saturday morning about 8. They said um, he was incarcerated for trafficking in a controlled substance, promoting contraband and tampering with physical evidence. I presume. I've not heard any reports. We've that, not been uh, notified if he's been That caught. he has been captured. Yeah, it's kind of checked in with our various sources the last few minutes so we pres- we presume he is still at large a tractor trailer carrying girl scout cookies caught fire in pendleton county the north pendleton fire auxiliary and the falmouth fire department responded to the blaze thursday morning about four o'clock on highway 27 the semi was carrying cookies that were damaged and slated to be recycled huh. due to the proximity of the fire to a middle school Schools were delayed classes by about two hours. I was just wondering what a Samoa with toasted coconut would mm-hmm. sound, would taste like compared to just your it normal probably tastes coconut. Pretty awful to begin with. I, I, well, not for me, but in this case, it probably would be like toasted with diesel diesel fuel mm-hmm. or something. Probably would They're be very. Recycle? Well, I'm sure knowing knowing a little bit about Falmouth, Kentucky, they probably were all they had the community out there helping to clean it up. Ah, uh, well, they're I guess. in Pendleton County. I mean, that's, that's, quite, that's up in my neck of the woods. That's quite a loss. Did it say how many they were carrying? It did not say, but, but yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Picture. I'm with you, though. Damaged. and like... so The semi was carrying cookies, so already carrying <laughs> damaged and recycled. What do you recycle Girl Scout cookies into? I hope it's some type of animal feed. hope it's not like something else we buy well, off the shelf. They probably got to be careful, though, because of the chocolate. Yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah. I don't know. 
Well, I thought maybe, you know, like varmint feed. Or you don't really care if varmints get chocolate or not. Not not like pet. I didn't call why it pet are, food. Why are I they said, feeding varmints? I don't know. So can, you can attract can them. Can pigs have chocolate? I don't know. That's a good that's a good question. Get, get Whitney on the did line. Did you ask Sam that? Yeah, let's just say. No, I know. You weren't asking Sam. You were more asking aloud. Uh-huh. I was asking aloud, but yeah. I did glance get over Cole. at Sam like Cole. maybe he might know, and I'm not really sure why I did that. <laughs> but looking at you would be the same difference. <laughs> I'm not saying it would be yeah. any better. Right? This just, is not Wednesdays. I'm just Whitney posing, is not sitting in the seat. I'm just posing the question out there. The pers- You're speaking it into existence yes. to see if an answer <laughs> might come along. I'm going to manifest that out there. The percentage of Kentucky's registered voters who aren't affiliated with the Republican or Democratic parties reached a new high at the end of 2022. Voter registration in Kentucky under the category of other political affiliations broke the 10% mark last December. Republican uh, registrants account for 45.5%. Democratic registrants represent another 44.5%. And then the latest figures show the GOP registration continued to increase. Democratic registration continued to drop. But the independent or other affiliations have surpassed 10%. Not surprising. There is a, as it seems that our two major parties grow further apart or have uh, have basically just decided that there is no middle ground where so many of us think we operate from and many of us are at least closer than, you know, others that we see, that when you when you leave that much real estate open, it allows for something else to crop up, to plant seeds, to plant roots. And so that 10% in a few years could be 12%, could be 15%. And then less, next thing you know, it's something um, something substantial. Around the globe, most countries that have democracies don't operate just on a two-party system. A lot of places in the uh, a lot of places in the world, their democracy, their their congressional body, if you will, their legislative body, <clears throat> is based upon the number of seats that a party gets. So if uh, the party A gets 60% of the vote, they get 60% of the seats. If party B gets uh, 30, they get 30%. And then so it allows for in these various, and I don't, eventually we may end up doing something like that in our country, but where the one-party rule could just gang up and just go gangbusters, either direction is not good in the long run for representing the interests of all people. And that's kind of what we're supposed to be doing, and it doesn't appear that we're doing an exemplary job of it by any stretch. A man has died in a camper fire in Hopkins County. The Hopkins County Sheriff's Office and multiple fire departments responded to a camper fire at... um, uh, in Erlington, according to a television station out of Evansville. First responders found the camper fully engulfed in flames. They found after the fire was extinguished, the body of 32-year-old Joseph Harris of Erlington was discovered. They're doing a uh, doing an investigation into that situation. All right, where are we? Sam, will Rick Stansberry be the coach of the Western Kentucky University Hilltoppers next season? No. He will not? The toppers fell to the number twenty-one FAU um, Owls. Owls seventy to sixty-three. Now, typically, you play the number twenty-one team in the country. I didn't realize FAU was the twenty-first ranked team in the country, but typically, you play the top twenty-one team in the country. You lose by seven. You think, okay, that's probably not a game we were supposed to win. But the way that Western <laughs> seems to be performing, or it just they continue to just stay untracked. 
Uh, I'm just observing the red towel waving faithful to be very frustrated. That's probably an understatement. I mean, they're second to last in the conference. Yeah. Second to last in the conference. That's that's it. I know Stansbury returned on Thursday or whenever the first game of this trip was yep. after be mis- <coughs> missing about 10 games due to an illness. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's I it's time. They need new blood, and I think some young blood would be good in there as well. Underachieving, like young, it would be a, would yeah. be a, a pretty straightforward know, way the, of saying. There's it. a lot of Western fans that still like him because the, their philosophy is is well, he's not going to go anywhere. And my philosophy is is if nobody wants your coach, that's probably a telling sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd rather have somebody because if somebody comes here and leaves in three years, that means that uh, he probably was successful. Western's done a pretty good job of that in in football, whether it's the Brom or whoever well, bringing in the next person. You think person. about 15 so, years ago, they did a good job. Well, I mean, they had the stretch of Horn, Felton, mm-hmm. where they were all setting yeah, them off. It worked. But you'd hate to be losing your coach all the time. But it, it but has, if you're losing your coach, that usually means you're successful. That's right. So the key is in hiring a, the next good one. Uh, Kentucky fell to Kansas in the final Big 12 Challenge on Saturday, 77-68. to 68. Uh, Kansas made very, very clutch shots when they had to. Kentucky could not. C.J. Frederick was stone cold. But the uh, I just made in my notes, and I kept saying during the second half, where is uh, where is Livingston? Yeah, I don't. I mean, he played well. He played yeah. very well. He played yeah, in the I first mean. half. Kentucky looked good. He played one minute in the second half. There was too much Wheeler and not enough of that rotation they had been doing in the second half. I thought the I thought it got a little conservative. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing is is that uh, Kansas knocked down the shots and Kentucky didn't. I mean, I think it's I think they it's that some, simple. They they, I mean, Kansas made shots. some clutch shots in Kentucky when they had the opportunity. Other than the one three by Casey Wallace, they didn't hit it. And you know what? That, that's that's basketball. I did like the stat that the last the last team to lose a game between Kansas and Kentucky then went on to win the national championship. Yeah, that did so happen last year. I think that's unlikely to happen this year, but I guess it. Uh, I guess it's possible. Kentucky will be at Mississippi, at Ole Miss tomorrow night, and then uh, Kansas is hosting Kansas State tomorrow. The Grayson County High School boys and girls teams travel to Brownsville on Friday evening for a doubleheader. And was it between the games when they honored Mr. Yeah, McGee? Yeah, they did. They brought him out there and they gave him an honorary varsity letter. Oh, Wow. For, for, for Edmondson. So you got an honorary letter at uh-huh. Edmondson County. Very good. I thought that was I thought that was neat. I guess he was touched. Yes, he was. He was very touched. You <laughs> could tell. Uh, I talked to him on Saturday, and I think his, his line was something along the lines of, I hope he doesn't think that uh, that they're, he's going to be cheering for them in a couple of weeks. Yeah. At yeah, the district well, tournament. And okay. I said, and I told him, I said, I think they'd be insulted if you did. <laughs> because they know that you well, don't start they, now. Yeah, they know what color you bleed. That's right. And uh, girls, the girls fell. I think. Yeah, both teams lost yeah, on it's, Friday. It's, yes, both uh, teams lost on Friday, and then on Saturday, though the girls bounced back and picked up a, a big win against Hopkinsville. Uh, it was a uh, it was an exciting game. I think sixty six fifty six was the final score of that one. The Lady Cougars uh, didn't start that game well at all. They were down nine to one and ended up coming back to win. In the early game yesterday, I thought there was a good chance Sam might end up playing quarterback for yeah. the 49ers because they blew through their they I think they went to their was it their fifth string quarterback or Well, they almost string? were going to put their running back in. Yeah, they were going to have to get creative on that, but the Eagles soared into the Super Bowl and routed the 49ers, so that one was no big surprise. Eagles seem to be playing uh, pretty well right now. Terry Bradshaw 
uh, cannot sing. I thought Terry Bradshaw could sing, but he can't sing. Uh, he, he there's did one. You, if there's did you see the post game, there's one person that I do not listen to. <laughs> you do not like him. It is Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah no. Between him and Bill Cower. Oh. And then in the nightcap, boy, it was a it was a great game um, for. It was a great game for three and three-quarter quarters. Um, but it was competitive, even though uh, both teams kind of had momentum. And I had just kind of thought, you know, this has been a well-officiated game. And then comes along the fifth and four play. I never, in my years, in my years on earth, I don't know if I've ever seen a fifth and four play uh, in the NFL football. But, um I felt really bad for for the Bengals. Um, I I felt bad. that wasn't the only one, and I that mean, wasn't I'm the not, only I don't one. It like got worse. Being, yeah, got I don't like being the guy that's like, oh well, the ref screwed us. Um, and, and I mean, look, it the Bengals should have made a couple of more plays, but there were multiple calls that went against. It. I mean, the intentional grounding I wasn't necessarily a fan of because P Ryan, the running back for the Bengals, was just a few yards down the field with that. He was just right there setting up kind of a screen play on that. I didn't agree with that call. Joe Burrow was tackled on a roughing the passer that they did not call. Yes, they did uh, not get the roughing the passer call they should have gotten. Yes, and uh, there were multiple – the holding – or the pass interference call that they called on Mike Hilton, uh, <clears throat> number 21 there late in the game, that was not pass interference. It was just multiple calls. And what's ironic is for Bengals fans, it's uh, the officiating crew is the same from the Super Bowl last year. Really? So Bengals fans are like, oh, it's a conspiracy because – and obviously uh, the Bengals have kind of had this – the chip on the shoulder between the coin toss and then they were, you know, sell the neutral site game and da 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 and it goes on. So it's just kind of uh, putting fuel to the fire of the NFL against Cincinnati kind of thing. And, really bad. I mean, Osai really regrets that. And he played a great game up to that point. He did, and you could just he physically, and, and maybe he'll take a gr- grief from you know some from some people, but he was inconsolable on well, the sideline after a lot the of game. Sense. I mean, just bawling. B.J. Hill, who's one of the Bengals' leaders on the defense, when they did the post game interviews in the locker room, he stood right next to him as kind of like his his bodyguard. Is like, hey, I'm, I'm like we're here yeah. for you. We're standing by you, and and that that to me is that's leadership. Well, he'll forever think you know it was his fault, but he just happened to be there at that moment, which uh-huh. gave him. And even then, that, that one's but, like, like yeah. if you're going to call that, but you're not going to call it on Burrow. Yeah, if they'd called the other one, you might could understand. It's, it's anyway, very frustrating. Super Bowl is set. We'll talk more about it coming up matchups, etc. Maybe even the menu. Got plenty. <laughs> Today is uh, what some people would say, croissant day. And some people would call it, you know, they make sure they say croissant. Like, say very French. Yeah, you do that. Croissant. You do that. Well, that's just to be goofy. Well, and I think it, you do it because of Beauty and the Beast. Well, that's true. That's, I, I, I do think well, you do. I'm excited here in about, what, about two months? We might have uh, some croissants coming our way. Oh, uh, yeah. She might bring some home from Francais. Parlez-vous Francais. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I like mean, a if, good if croissant, I don't care good. what you. I mean, if if she wants to bake and have us do a taste test, I we can volunteer as tribute. A good baguette, mm-hmm. be all right. Today is also Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. Oh, big fan! And today is Yodel for Your Neighbors Day. Not a big fan. Yodel it, it, it. Not even on the prices, right? When you might be winning fabulous prizes and cash. Would I yodel th- then? 
Would you yodel to win the? Yes. Win the? I mean the. Uh, what do they call the cliffhanger? Right? Is it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I know I know the music. I, mean, I know what it looks like. like. A prize involved? Yeah, but but not for your neighbors. No, and I prefer I think, that they not yodel at me. Should I call your neighbors tonight and have them go outside and start yodeling? <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a negative. We'll, co- we'll contact Alaya. She can we'll teach ghost, her how to yodel. Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern's full. No. She can yodel with her little guitar back here. Wednesday. Batar. <laughs> Wednesday. There would be no yodeling. She does, and, she, and, and Mama doesn't like the batar either. Or batar or whistling. Uh, here, February is a new month coming up on Wednesday. Around there somewhere. And on Wednesday, it begins it. American Heart Month. It begins Black History Month. It begins National Bird Feeding Month. Notice the wind blew the roof open on our bird feeder. I, I thought get out it there looked and fix different. That. And I was out there Saturday, and I never inspected it. Yeah. I, I could have fixed that. I was uh, looking for things to stay outside and do. Also was thinking, um, yeah, I was also thinking, we got some bird seed that probably needs to be. Yeah, I know. And why haven't we done that through the winter? Well, you know, we haven't had a lot of snow. It hasn't been one of those. When I think of primarily is when the snow Be and ice careful. is on is when the, yeah. <laughs> well, well that's typically when I think here. about the birds not being able to fend for themselves. But that might be a small sliver of the. Oh, yeah. I tried to take the hummingbird feeder down, and yeah. that stake is uh, in there too much for me, by okay. the way. Will you take that out, please? Well, I also had been considering relocating the bird feeder. So that part of it, too. Rather than fill it up, I was thinking about moving it. Yeah, because all those seas are growing things in the landscape. Yeah, that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but uh, uh, it's also, I didn't realize that February is National Grapefruit Month. I don't really associate February and large citrus fruit, but. Especially that one. Whatever whatever it takes. Uh, Wednesday is National Freedom Day. Wednesday is also Spunky Old Broads Day. I'm sorry, what day was that? Uh, Wednesday. Oh, okay. And, uh, in fact, it's Spunky Old Broads Month. Oh, well. Thursday is Groundhog Day, as you know. I love Groundhog Day. Friday is Feed the Birds Day, so as part of Feed the Birds Month. Do you you have Dennis coming in for that day, or is he celebrating too much? That's who I need to get to fill our bird feeder, is Yukon Cornelius. There's no man that loves birds more than him. True. On Saturday is Stuffed Mushroom Day. Big fan. Had some really good ones a couple weeks ago. Monday is National Chopsticks Day. Mm. Can you use chopsticks, Sam? I much prefer a fork. I prefer one, but it's kind of a win in Rome type I can, of thing. I can, I can use one and do the whole... <laughs> you should see my technique. Uh, no, I, I just, when I... I did... Sometimes they'll put it with a rubber band on there. There I you go, the, the rubber one. band and the wrapper. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I just uh, I'll do I'll, that too. I'll do a if they'll fix it. I'll do a fork. February nine is National Pizza Day. I think there are multiples of those, but I'm not going to let one slip by me. February eleven is National Inventors Day. I of course, I of course uh, celebrate as part of that day, being as an inventor myself. Uh, February twelfth is Abraham Lincoln's birthday. The 13th is Get a Different Name Day. 14th, of course, is Valentine's Day. Candlemas is February 15th. February 16th is Do a Grouch a Favor Day. So you got a couple of weeks 
to think through which grouch you're most likely who you will choose to do a favor for. In ways, it would drive a grouch crazy. So in ways, that mm-hmm. would be the most fun part of it is doing them a favor because a, good, a grouch even hates a favor being done for them. Mm-hmm. So that would make them more grouchy. Yeah, I like to encounter grouchy people when I'm out and about. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I will talk to you. I will smile. Yeah. February 20th is, is uh, Hootie Who Day. I guess that's halfway point to spring. It seems a little late for that, but maybe. Well, uh, hooty hoot. Yeah. Don't don't be hooty hoot and don't mean to be hooty hooed. Mm-hmm. But we hooty hoo a lot. We do. Hooty hoo. Uh, February 22nd is Ash Wednesday this year, so Lent will begin on February 22. That would make Fat Tuesday the uh, 21st. National, tor- National Tortilla <laughs> Chip Day, February 24. Carnival Day is February 26th. National Pistachio Day is the 26th. The 27th is no-brainer day. Now, mm-hmm. is that for people that don't have one? Or is that to celebrate the things that are no-brainers? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a no-brainer. I think no-brainer, like, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Like, no-brainer. Bengals got screwed. <laughs> and then February 28th, National Chili Day. So to wrap up the month of February, we go out with chili. And in case you're scoring at home, um, un- except for... Except for CBS television, we all know that the next time we have Leap Day is next year. Mm -hmm. So February 29th will appear on your calendar in 2024. So 2024 is 366 days long. But CBS television apparently did not know (laughs) that. Did you see that graphic? I didn't see it until later. I I don't pay. I mean, I, I... I know the graphics, so I mean, like I know what it's. So usually, and plus, I'm too much. I'm too much of a, in a stressful mess. Well, here's what helps. I've got. And Do you, you want that up now? You can show it. You may like. You might like this because. Well, I may follow it because you. But I follow a Twitter account account called Awful Announcing, and so it's someone who who critiques broadcasters or mm-hmm. the broadcast period. So that's how I learned. They showed this graphic that. CBS had posted this graphic that said the Super Bowl would be played on February 29th. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that doesn't exist this year. But sometimes, I will tell you, sometimes in our industry, when you have an unknown, but you have to pre-produce or pre-render some of your graphics or get them prepared, you put a placeholder in there thinking, I'll know to come back and change this. And sometimes that data sneaks through. That date's been known for. I mean, I think a I long even have it written down, which is. Strange. I mean, they've known it's going to be on Fox at six thirty Eastern on February the thirteenth. Fourteenth. I have the twelfth. Yeah. Twelfth Sunday, 12th, Sunday yes, the twelfth. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Look it is, at Miko contributing to. I, it, it, it's no longer relevant <laughs> to me. Oh, so you've moved on. Uh, well, well I was mine's gonna... down just for food purposes. Sometimes, Sam, I. Sometimes this would be the point where if I were in your shoes, I would say, well, uh, you know, the reds are off on the horizon. And but can you get excited you, about you the reds? You just want to punch man when he's no, down. No, no, no. I'm asking what you do, like in your situation, what do I'm you not, focus I'm on not now? That, I'm not that 
Yeah, where I'm still in my, I get my, give my, I get 24 hours. Okay, all right. Like I just texted the sheriff trying to throw barbs at me. I didn't know that I necessarily trying to bring his cowboys despite his cowboys. I mean, when's the last time they've been relevant? Mm-hmm. Right. I haven't seen them in a conference championship game in a, in a long while. time. Even the Bengals have made it twice. So as you know, everything's got to be about the first, and um, the, these will be the first black starting quarterbacks to face off in Super Bowl history. Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. And so, um, okay. It's never happened before, but it is happening. And that's, I, just, I would hope it would be the just great quarterbacks on the field. Yeah. The Kelsey brothers. I mean, it's, it's still it's still a fact. I mean, it's still it's something. It's still yeah. a fact. It is it's a fact. I, mean, I don't know. Do we really have to Well, I mean, there's only there's only not that many black quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's it is showing I mean I'm I'm thinking here I, there's maybe only half a dozen. So it's it is when you're looking at it that fact that yeah. The NFL in particular as a proportion the ethnical composition of the league period is predominantly African American but yet it it for a long time there have been less leadership positions that go to so they have not been in proportion for whatever reason. And so this is one of the reasons that they continue to continue to talk about it but um Jalen Hurts been playing pretty you know been playing well Mahomes was clearly not 100 percent but I guess didn't have to be when you have the officials on your side did I say that um the Kelsey brothers will be meeting (coughs) so this will be Hmm, really a story boy they the NFL loves that good storyline they also like the storyline Andy Reid coached 14 years at the for the for the Eagles and now 10 years for the Chiefs so it'll be the Andy (coughs) Reid Bowl Uh, storylines just keep developing really Sam's Sam's a little salty uh so Philly cheesesteak I, I just none of it sounds appealing to me it doesn't sound appealing to me either um I did hear from one Jason Thomas last night after the game, and he said, I have a feeling he'll change his mind, but he said he has no interest in even watching the Super Bowl after what happened to Cincinnati in that game. And well, thank you, Jason like, Thomas. He's like, well, I guess and he's that, not, and, do something and he's different. not a Bengals fan. I guess that's more food for us. Oh. I don't know. N- not necessarily. So. Okay. But I now I'm grasping because I feel like the Philadelphia menu is a little bit played out. The one you might remember that we've well, fig- only been to two Super Bowls in the last 20 years. Sure. But Philly cheesesteak is kind of limiting. Like, But, uh, I mean, you can't, okay. you can't cook something else for Philly. Can you? Not really, except here's what we did learn the last time they got Pierogies. in. Arby's. The, the Arby's was founded in Philadelphia. So if you'll remember, okay. I did the shave roast beef and the knockoff Arby's sauce, which was pretty good. So that's not a bad alternative. And then, but, but it's the, the worst thing, it's the combination of these two teams. If you had Tampa and Philly, or of course they can't do that because they're in the same conference. But if you had a blend of things where you get a little bit, but Kansas City barbecue and Philly cheesesteak as your primary. Oh, Skyline would have been so much better. I I very much agree. Apparently, uh, soft pretzels were invented in Philadelphia. Uh, And so was the hoagie. There are very few things that I do not care for, but hoagie bread, 
pretzels. Gonna have to They're get. Right there. I guess they're gonna have to get creative to kind of come up with something that can. Or there might be something else I got to do that day. Say, ah, sorry. This is gonna, I don't know. I guess that's a. Uh, I guess we have to. We gotta have a cheesy corn. Guess in we Kansas gotta have City. a cheesy corn. Apparently that's the thing. All right. Gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Did you know it is impossible for anyone to count to one billion out loud? Time-wise, I guess. No, I read that. I thought. Really? So I got to thinking, okay, so but under what? If you just said I'm going to count to 10,000 every day for however many days. We can do the math and figure out how many days. Do they think you can't? Like, what are the rules? One, one billion right. seconds <laughs> is 31.69 years. Hmm, okay. Wow. Well, let's see. I guess you got to work and sleep in there. Yeah. I guess it's, I just never had really done put, the put extrapolated that out and oh, said, dear. put a lay on to. it. Here's the thing. She'd try it. But you can easily count to a million, right? A person can easily count to a million. Well, let's see you That'd do be it. No problem. Mm. Oh no! It's so easy. I don't have to prove it. Everybody you, knows you've it. Got a radio done. show? Just start. Just start. <laughs> be great radio. The weekend box office: Avatar: The Way of Water claimed the number one spot for the fourth time. It's at uh, fifteen point seven million. Puss in Boots at two. A Man Called Otto at three. Megan at four. Pathan. Pathan. P a t h a a n at number five. Never heard of it. If you're the number five movie in the country, and I have never heard of you. I don't know what that, so that's got to be some type of indictment on the movie industry, or perhaps on me. <laughs> Priscilla Presley is contesting Lisa Marie's will claiming an invalid signature. Priscilla has contested the authenticity and validity of Lisa Marie Presley's will. According to documents, 77-year-old Priscilla asked a judge to determine the validity of an amendment that happened, I think, in 2017. And the amendment allegedly removed her, Lisa Marie's former business manager, along with Priscilla from the trust, leaving Riley the sole trustee after her brother died in 2020. So the amendment named her two children as co-trustees. and But then after that amendment, then the one of the children died, so Riley is the sole survivor. But according to Priscilla... There's some type of, there's something she says not exactly right about the signature involving. It appears inconsistent with her usual and customary signature. So, and obviously you can no longer ask Lisa Marie what her intentions were. Unfortunately, I don't know. There's some. Unfortunately, there are too many squabbles and things like this when that happens. How I Met Your Father, Jason Siegel says that he's open to a cameo. On the new show, of course, he was a big star in How I Met Your Mother. Still, my favorite Jason Siegel role is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm-hmm. I mean, without a doubt, he's just, that's my yeah. that's my, that's my favorite role he's in. SNL, pretty good. Michael B. Jordan was the host over the, over the weekend. He's good. He's very talented. Um, and I just kind of like the fact that he's another famous Michael Jordan, but he had to put the B in his name. The funniest skit of the whole night was the Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm comes in and basically takes over the house and replaces the dad. 
mm-hmm. like Jake from State Farm comes in, and all of a sudden he's taking the kids and the wife to church, and then so then the husband like basically feels left out, and he starts drinking, and he's just you know he's like <clears throat> I've lost the role in my household, and blah 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 blah. So he's walking across a bridge. He's got like a a pint or a fifth or something, and he's walking across a bridge, and he's you know he's sobbing, and he starts to. He starts to look over the bridge like that's where I'm going to throw myself is over the bridge. And next thing you know, you hear sirens pull up from behind him and um, and you hear the sirens and the guy says, step away from the bridge, sir. And it's the Lemu Emu and it's, it's Doug. So it turns out the whole thing has been a Liberty Mutual insurance commercial. And it was just I, it was well done. And so made me made me got multiple insurance companies that were basically at war in that commercial. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Should Super Bowl be moved to President's Day weekend permanently, allowing for a Monday holiday? You know, they're duck. Some people talk about should the game be moved to Saturday, etc. I don't have any problem going to work the day after the Super Bowl. Not a big deal for me at all. But some people will say, well, I don't want to stay up late. And, you know, if my team's in it, etc. So, Sam, would you be in favor of the Super Bowl being moved? So move it back another weekend? Yeah, yeah another weekend. I don't know. I would be. Simply because of the mess that is left when you come home from work on Monday afternoon. All right, I can I can understand that. That's a yeah. The only thing that puzzles exactly. me a little bit is how that where they build in that extra break because I saw Landon Young yesterday morning and told him to enjoy his brief off season. Like it, you know they. The, I guess the he'll Saints, go back to OTAs in like early May. Yeah, the the Saints closed up. You know, like last week, their season's over by the time they got closed out for the year. And so now for for them, their off season starts, but not very long before you know. And then you got to stay in shape, and you got to do et cetera, and blah blah blah. So <laughs> moving that, like making the season even another week longer, or shifting it, I think there are certain benchmarks in the season the NFL doesn't want to give up. And by doing that, they may give up some weekends. The only way that, that they do that is if they add an 18th game to the NFL season. Yeah. And I don't think the Players Association will be for that. Right. Um, because right now they, I mean, they, the NFL is the king of sports in America. Regardless right of what yeah. people want to think, it is the king of sports in America. I mean, you just look at the ratings. And, I mean, I'm sure last night's game got crazy ratings. I'm sure it did. And, yeah. and the Super Bowl will get crazy ratings, even if it's 47 to 3. And the early game wasn't even good. Yeah, and I'm sure it's still got pretty decent ratings yeah. as well. But with CBS primetime, too, that, that probably got really good ratings. Oh. Everyone was wanting to watch 60 Minutes instead. <laughs> on TV tonight, The Bachelor on ABC. On NBC, America's Got Talent All-Stars. TMC investigates, TMZ investigates Lisa Marie Presley on Fox. And The Last of Us on HBO. Not seen any of that Last of Us. I've heard people trying to make a case for it's the next big thing from HBO, but I don't know anything about any of it. Today's highlight in history, this day in 1933, Adolf Hitler became Chancellor of Germany. In 1649, England's King Charles I was executed for high treason. You can't be doing that. In 1968, the Tet Offensive began during the Vietnam War. 
birthdays today. Gene Hackman is 93. Vanessa Redgrave is 86. Phil Collins is 72. Charles S. Dutton is 72. Uh, Jody Wiley is 64. Christian Bale is 49. Batman. You know, I I enjoyed um, his role in Ford versus Ferrari probably more than anything he's done. Have he you seen the ba- the Dark Knight? Ken- no, I don't. I don't watch such nonsense. <laughs> well, then clearly you can't answer that question because well, that's his. I, I mean, said my favorite, uh-huh. and it is my favorite of what I've watched. Gosh, the Dark Knight's such a good movie. Wilmer Valderrama is forty three today. So uh, uh, that seventy show and uh, NCIS. Oh, listen. So I have watched all of that ninety show. You did? Yes. Wow, you binged oh, that? Oh, I didn't binged you? it. I've, I've heard it. So I've good. Heard- Really, I've heard uh, you're the first person I've heard say that. So good, you. Ha- I think you have to be around my age. Who are you hearing from? What age? A lot, range? Of, a lot of different age groups that have been disappointed with it. Oh no, not me. Said that it was just red that has carried the show. Oh, I, <laughs> birthdays I would, today. FDR. Red's uh, good. Uh, gone, but not forgotten. <clears throat> FDR in 1882. Payne <clears throat> Stewart in 1957. Kitty's not carrying her own weight. Oh, well, yes, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, both and, of them, like the, and, that and couple, carries the show. You will see um, all of the older characters come back at least once, except for the one guy who got in trouble. Oh yeah, for yeah, yeah. acting uh, ugly. He's got a weird name. Type. Oh, I mean, Fez comes back. Donna comes back. I mean, it's you see Donna and Fez multiple times. Did Don, Spoiler alert: Donna got out of prison. Yeah, Donna's out of prison. Good. That's it. She was in prison on oranges. The You'll black. see That's them. Why. The first one. It's <laughs> not like Andy Williams, number one. It's called the Village of Saint Bernadette. It's wonderful. It is my favorite song about the Village of Saint Bernadette. What's your second? Um. Marvin Gaye, I heard it through the grapevine. Maybe Wallowitz made a song about Bernadette. Maybe. Yeah. So that was just about Bernadette. Uh, the, what, the Four Tops? Bernadette. Yeah. She was no saint. You knew before. That's no lady. Let's go to 1978. Randy Newman, number one. With show up people got Used to be Right after Toy Story came out I couldn't hear the Toy Story song without thinking of short people And now I can't hear this without thinking You've got a friend in me Show up people got no reason Let's go to 1987. Billy Vera and the Beaters, number one. With at this moment. For those of you too young to, to know, this was uh, this became a hit because of the show Family Ties. I knew the words to that. You know, it starts famously. What 
Whitney Houston, number one. What is this, Bodyguard? Towering through is this the Bodyguard soundtrack? Yeah. So people call it the Shoop Shoop song, but it's actually called Exhale. No, it's, a, it's Waiting to Exhale. It's not Bodyguard. Oh, it's, right. the, it's our next one, okay. the next movie that she was in. Oh, dear. Tiara, number one, one, two, step. Mrs. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. How many bathrooms does she have in her house? <laughs> More, probably. You, what was lot. the number it they were lot. making? Yeah, like 13 or something? Because they had more bathrooms than he had touchdowns this season uh-huh. or something? Uh-huh. Like that. Timber, Pitbull, and Kesha. Number one. Worldwide. 11 years ago today. I was, running, in there. I was running a shot back on Saturday listening to Fireball. Oh, man, you're, you're, you're turning down right? your pitbull part. I was, that's what I was afraid. I was like, you know, let me throw some Fireball in there. Dun, 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 dun. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, there is only one way to avoid criticism. Do nothing, say nothing, and be nothing. There's only <laughs> one way to avoid criticism. Do nothing, say nothing, and be nothing. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, remember God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. <laughs>